This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back into the Six Rings and Football Things podcast here for WEEI 2400 Sports and Odyssey Sports and presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more. I am WEEI.com's Mike Cadlick back here on the feed to take a look at the numbers, at all the numbers, uh, some real stats, some storylines, but regardless, we're using numbers here on this Wednesday stat day as we take a look at what happened with the Patriots on Sunday as they lost 31-17 to the Miami Dolphins down in Miami Miami Gardens at Hard Rock Stadium. Um, not a good one. Patriots obviously fall to 2-6. and six. Trade deadline passes on Tuesday. They did nothing. We'll get into all of that. Um, but this team, again, now 2-6. and six. Looks like if they beat Miami, which they started off a little hot in that game, uh, turned out to not be the case. But if they beat them, looks like they could have went on a little bit of a run here with several winnable games coming up, but uh, that is not going to be the case, and uh, it looks like their path to the playoffs uh, continues to get more sour as the days and weeks go on. So uh, let's start with, again, the numbers um, around the Patriots right now, and I'm going to start with the trade deadline and with number 55. Uh, The number 55 is Josh Uche's jersey number. Josh Uche did not play in Miami this weekend. He was dealing with a foot and toe injury. Uh, from a few weeks ago, and ended up practicing all week, and then uh, they decided not to ship him down to Miami, so uh, it started to sort of swirl, people started to put two and two together, connect the dots, and figured that, well, this second round pass rusher, uh, who had a career year last season, and is heading into, or is in now the midst of a contract year, could very well be on the trade block for New England, Uh, rumors were circulating all over the place, from ESPN to Fox Sports to you know, basically everywhere that, you know, Uche was in fact um, a trade target for, you know, a lot of teams who are looking for a, a situational pass rusher around the AFC and the NFC. Uh, ultimately, Uche does not get dealt, so um, looks like he'll be back here. So the one thing I'll say about that and the one thing I'll say about the trade deadline in general before we sort of get into where the Patriots are and what happened on Sunday is, look, they did not trade anybody. They kept Mike Onwenu. They kept Kyle Duggar. 
Uh, they obviously kept Josh Uche, Hunter Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, all these guys who are in contract years. Um, Kendrick Warren's a different story, unfortunate with the, the ACL tear from him. But uh, they kept all these guys, and these are their good players who um, were sort of able to be traded, if you will, because uh, contract years and good players. So they keep them all. Now sign them this offseason. Overpay for them this offseason. You got to pay good players in this league, and Mike Onwenu has been very good at right tackle, and we'll get to that when I talk about City So here in a second. Mike Onwenu's been great. Kyle Duggar had his best game last weekend. Uh, Josh Uche, look, I, I don't know where the value is with him. Again, situational pass rusher doesn't play every single snap by any means, but if you couldn't get anything for him and you're just going to let him walk, I mean, that's, that's, that's banana land to me, honestly. Like, if you know you're not going to pay him, the contract discussions have reportedly halted. Uh, that felt like a mistake to me to not trade him. So if you're not going to trade him, pay him. You got to pay him this offseason. That's where I stand on all of these outstanding um, Patriots uh, non-trades from this week. So uh, let's continue on here. And I want to talk about uh, rookie guard City So. His numbers, not only against Miami this weekend, he was once again awesome. Uh, he's doing a great job. And I tweeted out a little clip of it. Not only like what the numbers say, but if you just look and use the eye test and look at there is this one play where... Uh, the Dolphins did a three-man stunt across their line of scrimmage, and they have one of the best defensive fronts of football. They do this three-man stunt, and it's Onwenu, Andrews, and So passing off all three guys to each other. And, I mean, it was like poetry in motion. It really was. It looked like City So was a veteran guard uh, being able to, to handle all that. So kudos to him on that one. You can check that out on my Twitter, at Mike Cadley, if you want to take a look. But um, the other thing, too, just City So's numbers since week six in the NFL, uh, 90 pass-blocking snaps. He's only allowed one pressure, and he's allowed zero sacks. So as much as the offensive line has been bad this season, um, they've been better the last couple weeks, obviously. Still not great, um, and still some hiccups against Miami. But City So himself, uh, when he's out on the field since week six, ha- six has been awesome. And I think on Wenu bumping out to right tackle has really helped him sort of get in a groove. They did rotate the guards a little bit uh, with Mafi and Strange as well in there. But, I mean, City So looks awesome. He looks like a hit if you can... You know, he was a guard, he was a tackle in college, and yada, yada, all that stuff. But if you sort of settle him in here at guard, uh, you can make this thing work, and that looks like a pretty good pick. So, again, uh, 90 pass-blocking snaps since week six. He's only allowed one pressure, and he hasn't allowed a sack. So, kudos to City So. Um, staying on the offensive line. Uh, they're still not great. And I know they looked good against Buffalo, and I know early on uh, against Miami looked like they were pretty good, but... Still some hiccups in there, and one stat that I wanted to pull out that the Patriots' pass block win rate uh, is a whopping 43.6%. Uh, that is no good. That is no good at all. Um, even with, again, Mike Onwenu back, it looked like they sort of got themselves in the mix, were able to protect Mac Jones a little bit. Um, I keep going back to Buffalo because that is sort of the the Mona Lisa um Mia Culpa, if you will. I'm not really well versed in all my, you know, all my Italian movies and history and whatnot. So apologies if that doesn't make sense. But that was sort of the, this is what it's supposed to look like. Even in that game, against uh, the Bills, Mac Jones was still getting the ball out really fast. That was sort of the game plan: get the ball out quick, get the ball out quick. So even though it was it was good fast, that that pass block win rate is still 43.6 percent, the worst in the NFL. So Mac still doesn't have a lot of time. Uh, you could tell against Miami he was rushed, and you know, especially after that interception to Jalen Ramsey, he was sort of his his clock was going, and you know it it caused a, a downward spiral for the entire offense. So um, even with the one who back, it also looks like Trent Brown is dealing with something. 
uh, according to several reports in the locker room, notably um, our friends Mark Daniels and Chris Mason from Mass Live mentioned that uh, Tread was hobbling. Greg Bedard mentioned it as well from Boston Sports Journal. He could barely walk in the locker room after the Miami game, so that is something to monitor this week um, as I and as we head down to Gillette Stadium. We'll have you covered on that uh, every day down there at WEEI.com. So that's the pass along win rate. Um, I want to also then mention and get to Kendrick Bourne, who unfortunately tore his ACL against the Dolphins on Sunday. Kendrick Bourne has been putting together one heck of a season um, after the whole Matt Patricia doghouse saga last season. Kendrick Bourne said it himself, too, which I thought interesting in an interview with Doug Kide that, you know, he took a lot of the heat and blame for that as well. He said he was going through a lot of, you know, physical struggles, also mental struggles, um, really seemed to have found himself this offseason, and good for him because he was putting together a heck of a season. His numbers on the year, he had, um, oh, I don't have his numbers, but I, I think he had around 35, I think I, I'm going to call it 35 catches for around 400 yards and four touchdowns. Um, apologies for not having those off the top of head, but it is around 35 catches for 400 yards and four touchdowns through the team's first eight games, uh, basically outpacing himself from last season entirely. Uh, so Kendrick Bourne, again, looked legit, and uh, it's tough for him to have had to go through uh, this torn ACL. Now he will miss the remainder of the season. Um, going on and moving forward here uh, with some more numbers as we continue to get into it, I want to talk about what the Miami Dolphins have at wide receiver versus what the Patriots do. And I know I just sort of went on a my soapbox about Kendrick Bourne, but those Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, what they combined for on Sunday against the Patriots was 15 catches for 220, 233 yards and two touchdowns. And after basically shutting them down in week two with Christian Gonzalez by your side as the Patriots, uh, they completely toasted you on Sunday. You didn't have a plan for them. Jonathan Jones used to be the plan for Tyreek Hill. It looked like he was not the plan any longer. Um, and, yeah, those guys toasted you. And Bill Belichick talked about it this week with the Greg Hill Show uh, on WEI. You can go check that out on the Odyssey app. He was asked um, about speed and having speed guys and if seeing those guys torch them, you know, kind of makes them want to go grab some speed. And what he said was very interesting to me. He said, well, we have speed. We have fast guys. Well, the fastest guy they have is probably Tyquan Thornton, and he was a healthy scratch on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, you have them, but you don't play them. So, uh, moving forward, whether it's Bill, whether it's Mac, whether it's whoever is here on offense with the Patriots, they got to get some speed, and I think Bill Belichick knows it deep down. Uh, if he wants to finally pull that out and go grab some speed that uh, he's actually going to play on Sundays, that would be good because those guys, Tyreek Hill, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL at this point, along with his counterpart, Jalen Waddle, uh, had quite the day against this Patriots defense. Um, and one last stat for you, a good one for the Patriots defense. Um, Matt Groh, his drafting prowess um, has been under fire a little bit this season. Um, he's obviously had some good and he's had some bad um, over the last couple of years as he started sort of to head up that draft process. Uh, but Christian Barmore from the 2021 NFL draft, he has been a complete stud. He was the 36th overall pick. The Patriots traded up for him in the second round. Um, and over the last three games has been phenomenal. He has two sacks, six quarterback pressures, and ten run stuffs over the last three games for the Patriots. Uh, obviously had a really good rookie year. Uh, his second season uh, last year was riddled by injury. He ended up on injured reserve with a knee injury, so um, sort of a wash there. And now he's finally getting himself back, getting himself healthy, and he looks to be a dominant defensive tackle for the Patriots. Um, so that is some good here. Um, what we've seen with the Patriots over the last couple of weeks, even though they do now fall to two and six following 
um, that Patriots lost to the Miami Dolphins 31-17 on Sunday. Uh, so running back through it, bottom to the top, Christian Barmore, great last three games, two sacks, six pressures, and 10 run stuffs. Uh, the Patriots unfortunately let up 15 catches for 233 yards and two touchdowns to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on Sunday. No bueno tells me that they should probably go grab some speed for themselves. Uh, the Patriots' pass block win rate uh, this season is 32nd in the league, dead last at 43.6%, even though they have shorted up a little bit. Uh, still not winning on those pass blocks, and it's making Mac Jones's life a living heck, and his uh, you know internal body clock is certainly sped up um, with that being said. And so the other one I want to talk about, though, City So looks actually pretty good since week six. Looks like a good little rookie here. Uh, 90 pass blocking snaps since week six. Only one pressure allowed and has not allowed a sack. So uh, City So actually looks good. And finally, number 55, Josh Uche does not get traded at the NFL trade deadline. So it looks like he will be here. He will be here for the rest of the season. Will he be here moving forward as the Patriots rebuild this thing? We will have to see come March. That is the numbers. That is the stats from not only the Patriots' Week uh, 8 loss to the Dolphins, but also what's going on around this team uh, as they enter the midway point at a staggering 2-6. and six. So that's going to do it for me. That's going to do it for us here on this Wednesday Stat Day on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. You can check me out on Twitter, at Mike Cadlick. You can read all of my and our coverage, Patriots coverage, at weei.com. Obviously, please rate, review, and subscribe to the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. Find it anywhere you get a podcast and on the Odyssey app. Head to FanDuel, make every moment more. And we'll be back uh, later on this week, every day on the feed here. Um, some crucial clashes with myself and Andy. A Six Rings uh, game preview with Fitzy and Hart. And you can find that all here on said feed. So, Thanks for listening. We appreciate it every single time, and we will talk to you soon.